Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to You, and this is episode 10 of our 30 timeline topics in 30 days. And today is all about the cake. We are going to be getting in to some options that you have when you're looking into your wedding cake. Sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming because you have so many things to choose from. But one thing I'll suggest is to go in it with an open mind, know the kind of style that you like, and then just enjoy tasting the cake with your fiance and enjoy the moment where you two get to just sit back, relax, have something to drink like coffee or water and taste the cake. Don't just say, okay, I'll, I'll just take a vanilla cake and be done with it. Enjoy the experience that you have because there are so many options and there are so many great bakers out there. But you want to make sure that you're enjoying your moment because in a blink of an eye, the process is over and you're married and now you're starting your life together and you look back and say, wow, I wish I just enjoyed it a little bit more. I definitely don't want you to be that couple that says that. So when you start looking at cakes, first and foremost, know how many people that you're going to have at your wedding because that's going to be the first question they ask. That determines how many tiers you're going to need in a cake. I would say second would be what style cake you like. Do you like it very plain? Do you like it with a lot of special touches on it? Do you want fresh flowers? Do you have a picture that kind of stood out to you that you like? And if so, share it with the baker so that way they can sort of create the design based around that and and share it with you so you're getting what it is that you want. And then the different flavors and the different fillings. Go through all of that. Taste them. See what you like. Decide if you want the cake to have all the same or if you want each layer to have something different. Then, after you look at everything, decide if it's going to fit in your budget with what you want. And if it's not, get creative in ways where you can afford it. There are so many great bakers out there that are true artists that now they're developing faux cakes, which look like a three, four, five, six tier cake. But in reality, only one of the layers are live and the rest of the layers are faux. They just look real. And then in the back is where there are sheet cakes that don't require as much prep work and as much design, but yet the cake still tastes just as delicious and have the sheet cake sliced in the back and then 
plate it and hand it out to your guests or laid on a dessert table. If you're going to do a Viennese table with all different kinds of options, have the cake placed there. So that way you don't need as many pieces and you don't have to spend that much to have something that really tastes wonderful and looks beautiful. Oh, coronavirus, how many different ways can you cause havoc on our couples and their weddings? So the story that I'm going to tell today is during the corona pandemic, where everything and anything had to be rearranged to accommodate the guidelines for the coronavirus to keep everybody safe and healthy. And this one change was to take a cake and bring it out into a pavilion area instead of it being stored in an air-conditioned ballroom. So the day wasn't that hot and the cake wasn't delivered that early where this should have happened, but all of a sudden I have one of my team members come over to me and say, you're not going to believe this, but the cake is melting. So I look at her for a second and then realize she's not kidding and go running to the pavilion where the cake is being stored. As I enter the cocktail area where all the guests are and look at the cake, the middle tier of the cake has just started to slip down. So the fondant that is covering the middle layer is now basically wrapped around the bottom layer and the cake is sitting there exposed. So the catering manager and I are looking at it and we are figuring out how to best handle this because if we were to move the cake at this point, there's a very good chance the whole cake is just going to crumble. So I realized that we can figure out a way to wrap something around the middle of this cake to make it where it's not so bare because the rest of this cake is completely covered in beautiful fondant with a very intricate design. And then there's the middle, which is basically just cake with no icing, no fondant, just bare. So I run upstairs into our area where we keep our emergency kit and extra supplies And I look at Melissa and say, I need something for the cake. Now, at this point, she has no idea what I'm talking about. So I said, the cake is about to fall apart. We need to get a picture of them cutting the cake before we move it. Because if it does fall apart, we're never going to get a picture after that. So she looks at me and she goes, I I don't know, there's twine. I went, perfect. Grab the twine, go downstairs Myself, the catering manager, and the maitre d' are all carefully standing around this cake, handing each other the twine and piecing it together in the middle section of this cake. So that way, the bride and groom can come and get their picture cutting the cake. 
Fortunately, this particular couple had the greatest sense of humor and they walked into their cocktail space and looked at the cake and went, whoa, it's a good thing we're cutting it now, huh? And just laughed about it and did not flip out or let this ruin their day. Now, one thing I've learned is as I started this podcast, all of a sudden I have people telling me all these crazy stories that happen at weddings, which I, of course, love to hear about different scenarios that happen, good and also bad, because I feel like you can learn a lot from both. One of the stories that I recently heard was how someone had ordered this very, very elaborate cake from New York City. And it was being brought down to Pennsylvania and displayed ever so carefully in the middle of this gorgeous ballroom. The cake arrived and was placed on the table by the delivery service. The catering manager came in, saw the box sitting there, and then proceeded to open the box, which was full of smashed cake. (laughs) He immediately started calling around to all the bakers in the area, begging all of his contacts to please help him and recreate a cake for him. He was unable to get anybody to help him because it was such short notice that everybody was dealing with their own clients for the day and they couldn't help him. So he proceeds to go to Giant, which is a grocery store in our area, buy a sheet cake and then recreate with what was left of their cake, a cake that was comparable, quote unquote, to what they had expected from this New York City, New York City bakery. I don't know what happened with that couple and I don't know how it affected their day, but I can guarantee you if someone went to that kind of extreme to have a cake custom made and delivered from New York City down to Pennsylvania, my guess is it was pretty important to that couple to have that cake. So let's just hope that the catering manager, you know, performed magic and that cake looked similar to what they were expecting when they entered into that beautiful ballroom with all their hard work and saw a grocery store cake sitting there. I just pray that they had the sense of humor that my couple had when they saw the twine wrapped around the middle layer of their cake and thought it looked great. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Forrest. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly, other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. 
It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookevoriswedings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in cheers to you. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. I am someone who loves getting free gifts with my purchases. So for those that book with us by September 30th, you will receive a bonus 30-minute call with me to ask specific questions relating to your big day. What are you waiting for? Cheers to you. I was definitely doing a whole lot of laughing when I walked into the cocktail hour space and saw the cake melting down the table. I could not believe my eyes and was so overwhelmed in that moment, not knowing how I was going to get that cake to the point where I would stop the icing from sliding off of it. I would be able to give the bride and groom their cake cutting picture and still make it edible for the guests to eat because it was a, in a sense, designer cake. It was custom for them and a lot of heart and soul went into that cake. It was just a bad situation where the fondant was too heavy and the day was too humid to keep it all nice and tightly packed. So when I walked in and saw that slipping off, I immediately could have either burst into tears or burst into laughter. So I chose the laughter. And fortunately, I had good people with me that were willing to jump in and help me make it right for this couple. And then they laughed, which made me feel 10 times better that I gave them a moment where it wasn't so serious. It was, wow, is this really happening right now? And how are we going to fix it? And fortunately, they were a great couple and had a great sense of humor and they rolled with it. And so did we. Here's my pro tip. We have worked at this specific venue multiple times and nothing like this has ever happened before where the cake melted off of its setting. So I will say this, knowing that there's so much changing right now in the world and everything needs to get readjusted due to the pandemic, know this, make sure the cake when you're having it delivered is delivered as late as possible because right now we do need to be outside and if people want their cake cutting displayed for everybody to see, it does need to be placed in an area where people are allowed to be and be safely distanced. So if you are going to have an elaborate cake with a lot of fondant, talk to the baker, explain the situation and where it's going to be housed because it may need an extra level of support 
or it may need to be refrigerated first and then transport it. But whatever it is, make sure your venue staff knows the kind of cake that you're delivering. Make sure the baker knows the area where it's going in. Make sure you know what the temperature is and if it can withstand the degrees that you're putting it in. And whatever you do, make sure that you have somebody keeping an eye on the cake because we could have caught it had we noticed it happening sooner than later. Here's a little recap. Remember when you're selecting your cake to enjoy the moment and the experience and actually taste the cake. See if you like it. See if you want something different. Look and do a little research on the design of cake that you may want to have. And when you talk to the baker, tell them where the cake is going to be. Ask them if that type of cake can withstand the heat or the cold, or is there another option for you? Find out the price and make sure that you can have what you want in your budget or consider doing a faux cake where certain tiers are faux and then certain tiers have actual cake in it. No one will know the difference. You can do things very, very reasonably now with a lot of different bakers to get the look that you want, the picture op that you want, but also stay in the budget that you want. Here's a sneak peek on what to expect next on Cheers to You. We're going to get into the wedding party attire and what they're going to wear on your special day. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, Cheers to You, then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevoriswedings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.